Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Killing time, a host. very special killing time. <laughs> oh my oh god, my. he didn't even let me. I am so excited. <laughs> Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls and one Afton. Oh. I guess just three girls, three gals. <laughs> so this is a very special episode. We have our bestie here, Afton Williams, celebrity makeup artist, celebrity okay. makeup artist, makeup artist to celebrities. Let's calm down. <laughs> celebrity artist to the stars, <laughs> Jack Manic makeup artist, <laughs> Alexis Linkletter makeup artist. Taught True, me how to I've do done my both own makeup. Of your makeups. You have, I know, and I've taught both of you how to do your makeup. Honestly, it's the reason why I am presentable. Have you seen my newest TikTok trying did to you, do? <laughs> did you get my response to your to your thing being like, what did you do with your makeup here? It's so good. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell everybody that's listening. If you've heard of this. Okay. So this is going to be a completely like makeup themed episode because Afton is a makeup artist. And of course, the gods were looking down on us and we were able to come up with a great theme for this episode. But this is for all genders. It's not just for the gals. Not just for the gals. No. We're going to, yeah, we're going to help some guys out and, you know, whoever. But, um... I tried to do the siren eye. Have you seen this? It's basically a cat eye. It's like a... Like pulling the sides of your eyes up and I then bringing that. the inner corners down. Yeah. Like that. Like so, sphinx. so I was like, I'm going to do this a siren eye tutorial because you watch stuff on TikTok and you're like, this is so easy. I could do this. And then I watched Jack try to do it. And from my perspective, it looked hard. It, no. You made it look hard. I don't know what I was doing. It was a disaster. It was a clusterfuck. And I failed miserably. Mm, but I then, think you're being hard on yourself. No, it wasn't great. It oh, ended no. up, the, But in the end, you did look so good. The end result was okay. It was just the, the journey was hard. Okay. And but it's, you know, it's about the journey. It is about the journey. That's right. And it was hard. And I don't want to do it again. But Ever. I might do it tonight. Okay. <laughs> But anyways, so we're going to have a makeup-themed episode, and do we just want to jump into the dark day? I think we should. And it was funny, because we were talking about this before, and we're like, oh, makeup theme, it'll be so great. Like, you know, we can talk about different serial killers that have used makeup, and we had mentioned BTK as yes. one of these. One of the Which bangers. is very exciting for me, because you know how I feel about BTK. We all have he feelings. He scares you, too. <laughs> <laughs> We'll he get scares you also. We'll uh, he's fucking terrifying and a loser. Okay, so it is the August. Grote Phantom. We'll I have there. a list okay, of all okay, the nicknames we can talk about. Okay, so today is August 18th, and in 2005, Dennis Rader, a.k.a. BTK, is sentenced to 175 years in prison for his serial killing. So I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you know who BTK is. I don't think I have to really go through the whole thing about him, but what I do love... Wait, this is the dark day? This is the dark day. This happened today? Yes. On the day what this airs. fucking chances? That's why I said it was like... Oh my God. The guy, You know, we're we so lucky <laughs> on Killing Time. This happens stars to us all the line. time. Like, the stars align when we're trying to will something into existence. But everybody knows about BTK... My favorite thing about him 
was the floppy disk and yeah. what led oh, to yeah. his downfall. And it was just such his, a cuckoo narcissist. His yeah. overall narcissism and cockiness led to his downfall. But what we're talking about today is he had a penchant for staging his bondage inspired photographs. Cause you know, he took a lot of photographs of himself or his victims and made all these fucking weird drawings and stuff. But in a lot of them, he would wear a quote unquote lady mask mm. and he would wear his victims killings. Mm. Now I am looking at a picture of him wearing the lady mask. Do you see? Do you see? Do you see? It's Do like he's see? wearing a mask of like raggedy. Ann. He, it does look like raggedy. It's really Ann. scary. It's it really terrifying. It's like stuff of nightmares. Yeah. I don't like it. It's it's something. It's not good. But that is kind of how we, you know, brought the whole makeup theme, the beauty theme yeah. into the episode. This is the epitome of the opposite of beauty. Wearing right. a lady um, mask. But he was, it seems, it, like he painted the mask and the little clown it looks like a little China blush. doll mask, too. It's, like, got a very odd vibe. Right. It's very terrifying yeah so in a very full circle moment and the reason why i said you know how i feel about btk is years ago jack and i became obsessed with the little nicknames that this guy gave himself because yeah. last podcast on the left did Correct. an amazing oh episode my God, my where they where they like reenacted oh yeah we couldn't yeah. stop laughing. i was listening to that's what i don't listen to them anymore i don't know why i just i think it's because it's not on itunes anymore yeah. it's back on itunes oh is it yeah. but i stopped listening to it but i remember me and you texting about that too. It was fucking. It's so funny. But, but they're so. But so the funny. roundabout of it all is we were texting back and forth about BTK, and so I had like pictures of him saved in my phone. And then at this moment, <laughs> this Snapchat filter came out that was really popular that would swap your face with other faces. And I wanted to swap my face with something that I was doing, and <gasps> oh so my God, I pulled I it up. This. So I pulled it up, and it it automatically swapped with the first picture in my phone which was btk and honestly i remember you posting this yes it looks real like him it, it transferred so seamlessly honestly, and so we have to post this circle on instagram of it yeah. all is that you he dressed are. in a lady mask but did he look as good as me dressed in a man mask no, no. you look like a like a handsome version and you guys know I love this flat, like, 70s porn sunglass. <laughs> yeah, I know. You do wear a sunglass like that. We're going to post this on our Instagram so you can, and we can post it on the Facebook group so you can, like, really see what we're talking about. Oh, my God. It's the best but I've ever looked. that is the contact photo in my phone for Afton. It's great. One of our other friends, Anna, Anna Rose, had it as her contact photo. And when I got into the union, she was sending my contact to all of these union contacts. Oh, and my like, God. Hire this makeup artist. Hire this makeup artist without realizing that she was sending me as BTK. Well, at least you're not George Costanza. That's my <laughs> deck. <laughs> I don't know which one's worse. Uh, George Costanza. Is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> because it's it's not like, is it George or is it Alexis? It's George. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yours is like, that kind of looks like you, but doesn't at all. Exactly. <laughs> but it was your hair at the time. You look very That's different true. now. Thank you. Um, do we want to go through his nicknames? I have them we all We have to. Down. Let's just, yeah. Let's okay, we're going to go through That's the best part them. about him. So as we all know, BTK named himself because he really wanted like a nickname. Well, like, he suggested. He's like, hey. Hey, maybe you guys could name me this. Yeah, yeah, but like nobody nicknamed. It's not like it was named by the public. He was like, and this is what you're going to call me because I am a fucking loser. As we know from Seinfeld with George Costanza, this never ends well. Like he went in, he wanted to be called T-Bone. And like <laughs> 20 seconds later, they're like, you know who you remind me of? Coco the monkey. <laughs> and then someone else was T-Bone and the left T-Bone. Exactly. Yeah. So someone actually, their name started with T. They're like, no, he he's should be T-Bone. You can never give yourself a nickname because you're going to always end up with something no, shitty. And if you yes. fight against the one you're given, oh. people will use it more. Go you got to embrace it's, whatever nickname you're given. Otherwise, it'll fall. It'll get old if you embrace it. So yeah. Because people will be like, oh, they like it. This isn't funny. No, anymore. the point of a nickname is to like make fun to of somebody. This taunt. is literally why more people call Jared Jerry <laughs> than Jared because he fought against it so much in the beginning because it was when we first started dating and he was like trying to be cool. He's and like, my mom doesn't like it. My name is Jared. <laughs> Jared is Sorry, like such Jerry. a dorky name, but it like totally like it en enveloped like his whole softy side. We're going to go through the nicknames. Number one. BTK Strangler. That's what he Boring. ended up coming up with. Wichita Strangler. Boring. Poetic Strangler. Also, okay. like, he thought he was poetic, poetic, but he was so bad. The Poetic Strangler is where we start to get into, like, nerd alert. Nerd alert. Well, also, also like, he, Alexis would be better named the Poetic Strangler. I am poetic. Yeah. yeah. 
the the notes that he was writing the police were riddled with spelling and grammatical errors. Mm-hmm. Like this guy could not write well. He's no Shakespeare, I'll no. tell you that. He's no Shakespeare and like didn't fucking make any sense. Okay, so we have the well, poetic it's before spell check. I think we all would have been bad. No, because nah. before not spell you. check you had to spell decently. Yeah. Now Did I don't we? know how to spell anything because my phone just autocorrects. Right. Anyways, bondage strangler. So we have like four stranglers. Uh-huh. Then psycho that's my favorite straight to the point cutting it down to just the bare bones mm. basics but then yeah. you're like you, know, you guys remember that fucking killer back in the day the psycho yeah but then you're thinking about psycho the movie but was the movie out yet no yeah yeah, yeah. the movie was black and white right yeah and that picture of me as btk is in color <laughs> and he, he's still alive <laughs> and he wasn't arrested until like 2005 okay next is the wichita executioner boring the wichita Hangman. Now we go to my two favorites. Oh, yes. The, yes, yes, I know these. Yes, I know the these Garot too. Phantom. She loves the Garot I, Phantom. I, I'm like at a loss for words when I hear, when I picture him writing these down in a list. Yeah. I oh. also don't want anyone to call themselves the Phantom because in my opinion, Phantom of the Opera is mm. untouchable. Mm. The yeah. One of my favorite the plays. It is the best play. Just like Grease is your favorite movie. Grease is my favorite movie. <laughs> but Phantom of Grease the Opera is, is what maybe my favorite play. It's so Because good. he was emo. He was emo and you really just like empathize so much with the Phantom. I know. He was a sad emo boy. My that favorite just play was loved. Lion King on Broadway. Okay. Um, I just... Can't Wait to Be King is one of the best songs of all time. I know. Also, like, a crazy fucking storyline, if you think about it, like, for Timon and Pumbaa, like, they're they're like, hey, we Mm. know your uncle just, like, pushed your dad (laughs) Dad off a cliff, cliff. but you should fucking suck it up and don't worry about it. They didn't didn't know it was his uncle yet. They weren't aware of mental health yet. They didn't know about, they they didn't know that the Jafar, what is his name? Jafar. That wasn't the Aladdin one? Jafar is the Aladdin. Jafar is Aladdin. Wait! Oh, oh! Oh! You're talking about the bad? Oh, the shit, bad lion! What's his name? It's Jafar. No, no it's not. Jafar is the evil Garot psycho. It's um Matumba. No, no. Mufasa. Mufasa. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sorry to everybody that's just yelling at their fucking phone. We're so stupid. Mufasa. Oh my god, Mufasa! And yes. Whoopi Goldberg played one of the hyenas. That's a weird kind of. She was great. She's great. Small she job so for good. I love Whoopi. As someone who watches The View every day, yeah. I am a Whoopi fan. Um, she ha- she has no patience for anyone. Someone will be talking to me like, it's time to go to break. And she's just like, <laughs> she just waves her hand and doesn't care. She doesn't she's, have to. Because she's sort of like, she's like the person who guides the conversation. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, and she'll one just of cut the best movies off. of all time, Sister Act. Mm. One and two. Mm. Two was even better than one. I love that woman. Okay, we got to come back. I'm so sorry. Continue. Last name. The asphyxiator. Oh, also kind of like that one. I that hate them all. is kind of weird. I guess the zodiac. Um, he's a zodiac killer. I think they're all stupid, and I think yeah. he is. I think giving lame. him a, giving him a nickname, and it's also like kind of annoying that we even settled with BTK because it gives him way too much notoriety. Like, I wish yeah. it was just like that loser guy. Yeah, the fucking well, dork. like BTK sounds an awful like BLT, <laughs> and we love a sandwich, and he's not as good as that. No, no, nowhere near <laughs> that. Okay, well, I think that we got enough out of this section. I think so. Um, we're gonna come back uh, for true crime rewind to go through other killers that have a beauty or makeup theme. I kind of went a little rogue. It's not what you're going to think it is. You know what? It doesn't need to be. It's this a loose is, theme. This is your uh, brainchild, Jack, and you can go with it where you want. I'm really excited about that. But before then, we've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Okay, welcome to On The Stand. Every week we we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We talk about if we love it or hate it. Have a healthy discussion. Vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Bring it to Instagram. You get a vote. And you know what? Today is a beauty slash makeup themed episode. So I think that's what we're going to stick to, right? Do we have our On The Stands? Oh my God. I feel so passionately about mine. I want to just go go into it. I'll go first, sure. By the time this airs, this, even the mention of this is going to enrage you so much. I can't wait. Unless it doesn't. Tell me more. That's why it's On The Stand in general. So I have a small On The Stand with a broader implication. So my On The Stand is the nail polish brand that did a collaboration Mm. with the Little Miss (laughs) meme. Okay. If you know me or you follow me, you know how passionately I hate 
the Little Miss meme. I you know what po- she's talking about, right? I haven't posted. Little I, Miss drinks I, I, not Pearl Spritz. I honestly feel so proud that I haven't posted a one. I've had people make memes for me about my hatred for Little Miss memes, and I won't even post those. Little Miss hatred of Little Miss Little memes. Miss throw yourself off a cliff because of the Little Miss meme. Won't post that. I did post I actually, one. I did post one. Posted, it was a stomach one. Little Miss Miralax, which I do like. Which is yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, and here's... Because well, th- yours is really self-deprecating. Yeah. Not really. I'm not it's like, just funny. Little Miss sexy loves right. the brunch right. or something. but here's the thing is like relax is funny i am low miss hate myself for even talking about this in yeah. public because that's how much it bothers me yeah but the broader so i guess like a more succinct version of what i want to put on the stand is brands eagerly hopping onto meme trends to mm. sell to shill some shit mm. they do it so fast and they do it so oversaturated that we don't even get a day to enjoy a meme yeah we don't get like do you guys remember when like here's the earth round came out or like or like when the guy was ha- like seashell sea hell or not my chair not my problem do you know yeah, how long we talked about that dan deacon video for to this day, I still say, Mr. Walk Down Me, I'm a walkway. Fuck you. I say that yeah. multiple times and everybody laughs. You know why? Because no brand took fucked it up. and killed it for us. You know what I'm realizing right now? Like, I'm so out of the zeitgeist. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Really? But Matt, Dan Deacon drinking out of cups. No. Drinking out of Matt cups. Matt always says that to me because, like, he's on TikTok and Reddit. And That's like, not on TikTok or Reddit. Where is this? This was from, from like 2008. 2008. Not me. I have no recollection of this. But the point is, is that I'm not dialed into like meme culture that much. You're and, so lucky. I, I mean, am I? Yes. Because you aren't getting, it's like, Okay, I think the beginning of it, like the beginning of the end for us was like, was up? Remember oh, that? I love yeah. that one from Scream. Yeah. Or Scary Movie. Or whatever it was from. Scary like, Movie. Scary it was movie. funny. And that one had like kind of a short-lived time span of when it was funny. And then as soon as it drops off the cliff, like you hate it so much, it makes your blood boil. Sure. So what brands are doing now is by hopping on this meme trend, they're shortening the time span in like into like a millisecond so you get like mm-hmm. you see the first meme and you're like haha that's funny and then by the end of the day you're like i There's, hate this so like, yeah. why is it on in rite aid on a nail polish bottle exactly it's over. everyone well, wants to jump on it and monetize it and they're ruining they're taking the fun away from us sure. yeah and i just feel like by the time something actually goes out on sale like i don't know when those was a nail polish brand that did a collaboration they probably with did a drop it was you know, literally like, like they within do these drops where things are like, I'm like, this doesn't need to be a nail polish. This doesn't, just doesn't seem like the right type of a product. Yeah. In a nail polish. It was, you know, it's good for like probably the first brand that jumps on it. You're like, ah, ha, ha. Like, yeah. good for them getting on it quick. But then it's like eight days later and someone just starts to make it and you're like, now you just look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And it just ruins the whole thing. And it's not funny. No. No. Once something gets oversaturated, you're just like, mm, right. Get me away from here. Exactly. You're taking the joy out of the little things for us little people who have. We're just we trying do to enjoy just a little, little bit of joy. We have none left. We've got none left. There's none left. It's like capitalism. Little is Miss depressed. Little, little, little Miss. miss. <laughs> what do I have to live for? <laughs> little Miss. Literally nothing. Yeah. Uh, guilty. 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 Easy. Okay, I'm gonna go next. Okay. Um, I'm putting on the stand. Now I thought about a couple different things, but I think I'm gonna put on the stand. Bright eye shadows for a 30-something-year-old. Now, I've been inspired by Euphoria. I just watched it. Did you like it? Loved it. I loved it, too. Obsessed. Have you seen it? Yeah, I haven't seen the second season because I don't have the emotional capacity to invest in something like that right now. And the second season is a lot fucking darker. Yeah. But, um... We don't need to talk about it, but what they all wear like the yeah, fucking yeah. cool eyeshadows. Oh, they're all teenagers, I all the makeup artists. Yeah, on they're amazing, and I know it's inspired a lot of young people to start wearing like bright eyeshadow. And as somebody that doesn't wear makeup, I'm like, I really like this idea, and it's kind of weird. I think for like a mid thirties person, I feel like we're supposed to be like refined ladies. Are we? But I love it. And for me, I don't want a full face of makeup. I don't know how to do it, even though Afton taught me how. I feel like it's now gone out of the other ear of my head because I just (laughs) tried recently. The other ear of my head. But I like the idea of a little pop of color. Yeah. And I don't want to feel bad about it because I think it is a Gen Z thing to do. But like, I like it. Like, I like like a bright blue eyeshadow or I like like a little pink inner corner or something like that. Yeah. It's very punk rock. And here's the thing, like, as a professional, I say, do whatever the fuck makes you happy. I've always 
thought that. I mean, there are some things that look bad no matter what, <laughs> but like bright eyeshadow for like a 30s, a 40s, a 50s, like in a tasteful way, I think is so cute and so fun. And it's a really good way to like, you could wear a basics, like yeah. you can wear all black and then do like a little pop of pink in the corner of your eye. And that's such a cute way to like make it more fun and kind of bring some youth into your life and yeah. it's like you guys always say like I don't want to yuck your yum like if that is the thing that you look forward to you're like it's 5pm I'm gonna throw some makeup on I'm gonna put a little pop of yellow on the inner corner or, or like a little sticker yeah a little sticker and that makes you happy like ooh, do it I love that and I also think that age I mean what was the magazine well, cover not real. Age that matter. Nicole Kidman was just on where she was wearing that oh that tiny tiny she low was wearing a low waisted mini skirt <laughs> under her hip bones it was that Mew Mew skirt that yes that one, I, was, I was saw crazy. her and I was like yes Yes, because she's like 50 and she looked like a f- supermodel and she's wearing what what people back in the day would be like, that's too young. And I'm right. like, fuck you. No, it's not. She looks Agreed. amazing. Yeah. And she looks, she was like having a year where she had just done like Nine Perfect Strangers and all these incredible shows. It's like, you can, youth is literally your mind. Mm-hmm. You can be as young or You're only feel as, as young. young as your spirit is. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, it bothers me when people put people in boxes in that way. I do love, there's something with the, like one of the only good things about like TikTok and about the internet right now is I think it kind of is, and I hate that things are getting homogenized, but I do like the homogenization a little bit of generations Mm -hmm. and fashion and stuff Mm -hmm. like that because when I was in my late 20s and I was dating my ex-boyfriend who is was not great, I was like, oh, I need to start dressing mm-hmm. more conservatively. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to, no more crop tops. Like, I got to start, like... What would you even wear? Like, I a bodysuit? I was thinking about this when you were talking about, like, age and fashion choice. You know that I didn't wear my first crop top, I mean, since I was in middle school, until this year. What? I didn't wear my first crop top until I was 34 years old. That's crazy. Because I spent my entire 20s hating my body. Yeah. And now I'm like, so I'm fucked. fucking hot. Yeah. And I'm going to wear a crop top. And I'm going to do a winged liner. And I'm going to wear extensions. And I, I had two years of hotness robbed from me from yeah. the yeah. pandemic. So I'm going above and beyond. Yeah. Got it. So I agree with you. I think age is a mindset. I think people even in general because of TikTok and like the trends are starting to kind of, everything's melding together and no yeah. one's really noticing age anymore and I think that's amazing. No, it's great. And do you guys know who Kelly Wurstler is? Uh-uh. Heard she's an interior designer but she, oh, yes, yes. Oh, she my does God. like so incredible. Into, anyway, she's I think in her 50s and has the coolest fucking she's style. So Always chic. wearing like crop tops but like she wears every head to toe she designer. Wear, she wears like a, like a wide brimmed huge hat, hats, yes. huge pants. I'm going to need I'm like, a gimmick like a hat in a few years. Yeah, so I'm like, this, some, she like, is who I want to be. And I'm like, this makes me feel good about aging. Because it's like, I think that women need more like women to look up to Correct. in age to be like, oh, I can I can still wear the things that I love. Hello, listeners, let age. us be those women for I you. I saw a woman at the gym who had her hair like balayage, but it was gray. Ooh. And it's like she, but she did her gray, she, she's, she gets her gray done. You can tell. Because yeah. she mixes it with like, like fades nicely. It looked gorgeous. And I almost stopped her because like, I, it's what my mom's going for, but she just grew, she just grew her hair out. And it's like, you can have your gray look beautiful and rich and, and multifaceted. Like you can mm-hmm. have it gloss. Multifaceted. And that's like one of the box uh, keywords. That's for, right. I can't but like, but I'd never seen it done so well because like you still have to, it takes work. Yeah. Even like if you have naturally stunning hair, you still have to get it cut right and done right. right. Like yeah. it takes some attention and that's really it. Like you can age the way you want, like the fine wine you are. Put yourself uh, in a smoky barrel and call yes, it a day. I love it. Okay. So I think that's all not guilty for us. Not guilty. Not guilty. Okay. So my turn. We were in the pool the other day and oh, we no. vaguely talked about this. Yes. Oh, and you guys God. told me to stop and save it for killing time. So okay. I am. I am. I want freckles. <laughs> I love freckles. I think they're so cute. Whether it's a freckle pen. And I follow this girl on Instagram who's doing permanent makeup. She puts frecks on people. I know how you guys feel about that. You guys told me no. You guys told me to get a freckle pen. I haven't. But I, I just... I love the idea. Like freckles are so beautiful and youthful and sun-kissed. And I mean, they are skin Afton <laughs> is making a face and I'm looking forward to hearing what she says because she has lots of feelings. I but do. like from someone like me who knows nothing about this world, I see this in like Instagram and I'm like, give me some of that. Right. So, so freckles are genetics makeup. 
Like you have freckles and it's an instant filter. Yeah. Like you don't have to worry about the little blemish that you're getting because it's masked by all of your freckles. Oh my God. And I've always thought that. And I've always thought that like people are so lucky to have freckles. And I know that all of my clients that have a bunch of freckles and I'm like, oh my God, I love them. Almost always say thanks. I used to get made fun of when I was little. It's oh, like totally. almost everything that we embrace and we love, like a bushy brow, a freckle, like a really cute kind of like, um, like imperfect nose. They're yeah. all the things that we appreciate as we get older that we got made fun of or we hated when we were younger. Yeah. Freckles is like number one on the list of my favorite fucking things. I think they're so cool. So when I do makeup on someone with freckles, I'll always do, especially if, if How someone, do you do that? Right. How do they show through? Right. So most of the time I like to have a light hand. I like to use a foundation that has minimal coverage. And so I can pick and choose where I'm putting the coverage with concealer and things like that. But someone that has a ton of freckles and inevitably they start to blur when you put makeup on top, that's when I would use drum roll, the product that you like, which is the freck pen mm -hmm. to go back in on top. And I just kind of dot on and then I spread out the freckles to kind of reinforce the freckle that's been hidden underneath. I want it. a freck pen. So... I have one. Ooh. I have a new one that you I have just bought. I brought it with me. Oh my God. We're going out tonight. So we're going to all we freck? Have to freck it do up. our makeup and stuff. So, and then I did see, obviously I'm sure you do this, but I saw on TikTok that you put it on your finger and then you dot right. your finger on your face. So you're so, not doing it directly on your so face. So I do. So what I like to do is a mixture of that. So I'll dot it directly on your face so that I get the areas that I want. Then I take my finger and I tap on top of it and then I spread them out. So Will that you freck me? Just I'll as I'll freck, freck just you. So we're going to show up to like this group hang that we're going to do. And we're all going to be so freckled. We're going to speak with an Irish accent. Yeah, just we're all going to get with freckled freck tonight. No, I, love I, that. I obviously love freckles. Jared might have over a million on his body and it's my favorite thing about him. Like, Matt's I just got think a lot of freckles too. Not as much as Jared. I love a freckle. <laughs> no but one has think, as many freckles so what as you're Jared. saying, what you're putting on the stand is a faux freck. I'm defending... A faux freck and a real freck. I think everyone should love their freckles. My little freckle beauty marks have like lost their color over time. Like I know. Because I, I used too. to have some good ones. I used to have freckles all over my, I, like all the good places. And I used to have like, some beauty marks and they've faded too. Because we've started to like care about our skin and wear SPF. Yeah. And, and, and all disappeared. Yeah. Any yeah. laser that you're going to do is going to get rid of those <laughs> There are some freckles. good tricks for our listeners who care. Mm -hmm. So I already told you how I like to do the freckle if you need to reinforce the freckles that you've hidden. But another one of my favorite tricks, if you do have like a beauty mark or a little mole that you like that gets covered with makeup and then it ends up just looking like a pimple yeah. is to take one of those brow markers like the the mm -hmm. NYX lift and snatch marker or even the freck pen and kind of rub on top of that with like a little smudger brush and then lightly just tap on top Ooh. of your beauty marks to kind of bring it back out on top of the makeup that's one of my favorite tricks I'll always do with my clients that have beauty marks that I love I love that oh well I'm this is what I'm defending this <laughs> is what I'm saying is good shit and everyone and I think it makes me so sad that like people hated their freckles growing up and Everyone should just feel sexy and beautiful. I, know, I, I hate, hate that it. we give yeah. ourselves our time because we always look back and we're like, I was beautiful. Why did I, why was I so mean? I hope the myself? tides are a turning. I think the tides are a turning a little media. bit. Like, mm. I think it makes people feel insecure. I'm not a, above that. I I'm don't think, I mean, I think that to be honest, we lived in the worst generation. Yeah. The generation below us, I Moss. think, is living a little bit healthier because they have healthier role awareness. models to look at. I hope so. It's stiff. We were so fucked. There's I mean, more we awareness. We didn't gaslit. know. If you were to ask me when I was in, like, 10th grade looking at, like, photo, like, Vogue covers, like... Ooh, is it? I would have thought it was straight off the camera roll. Yeah, me too. You know, oh but God. now it's like we're so aware of like image editing. I hope so. Well, and then you look back at like pictures of celebrities that we're like, oh, body goals, uh -huh. and it is pretty fucking shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is shocking to look at in like a 2022 lens. Absolutely. Right. And the way that the media would talk about women, but we can talk about that in another episode. Ooh, anyways, five <laughs> Uh, guilty. Not, guilty. not guilty not guilty not guilty, not guilty. Freckles and beauty marks okay well when we come back it is time for some true crime rewind what kind of fun is waiting for you at king's island the holy cow we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun the make a splash all summer kind of fun the I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. Kings Island is now open weekends. Ask Sherwin Williams and get 30% off Duration and Super Deck products May 17th through the 20th. 
That means 30% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 30% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Yeah, it's rewind time. All right, welcome to True Crime Rewind. Um, this is a collection of things that I have found when I was looking up killers, true crime, murder, etc., and makeup. It's funny what my Google searches are. <laughs> I did first like Google search murder and makeup, and I came everything yeah, was Bailey, Bailey Sarian's yeah. podcast. Oh, the, the podcast I found that too. Uh, and she's amazing, and we love her so much. But. I finally dug through all of those Google searches to find some really fucking interesting shit. So first is this woman, Julia Tofana. Have you guys heard about this girl? Never. Okay. So she killed hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of men in 17th century Italy when she turned her makeup business into a poison factory, selling a deadly concoction called Aqua Tofana, like her last name. Honestly? Aquafina? Aquatofana is a great name for a makeup brand. I know. Well, it's funny because when I was researching it, I was like, oh, I want to Google Aquatofana and uh-huh. see if there's, it would be so cool if there was like a cool ceramic jar, yeah. like an old fashioned jar with, you know how this is poison or something. Somebody should make that. It doesn't Someone should do the makeup brand. That's really fun. Uh, I know. Right now, I am coining this as my intellectual property for my future <laughs> Honestly, Aqua trademark Tofana. Honestly, trademark it by the time trademark this comes pending. out. Um, so Aqua Tofana was thought to have been laced with arsenic, lead, and belladonna. I don't know what belladonna is. I don't also know. A great also trademark, trademark pending. Belladonna. I'm sure belladonna, belladonna, belladonna patent exists. pending. I think if you say it three times in a row, you automatically get well, the trademark. Bloody Mary, there's Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. There's a Bardonna on Montana in Santa Monica. We're going to Google belladonna later. So. She made it her mission and her business to help aspiring widows murder their husbands. Bye. So this was during the Renaissance. And during that time, like women were just kind of forced to marry these men and there was no option for divorce. And a lot of the time, the only option was if the man died. Right. So which doesn't come soon enough in those cases. Right. In the run. Well, actually in the Renaissance, doesn't everyone die? Yeah. They get like, they get gout and they die. Gout. Yeah. Yeah. So she basically, (laughs) She basically sold this poison under the guise of makeup to these women. They would come buy it from her, knowing it's like arsenic. I love it. And then they, I don't know if it came in like a a compact or a lipstick or whatever. I picture it to be a lipstick. And then they would just drop a few drops into their drink and kill their husbands. So honestly, they didn't have autopsy technology. So I was like, guess he died of gout. Listen, (laughs) I know. I don't want to glorify murder. I don't want to glorify murder, but I like to picture these women as like, like deserving of being widows. They were oppressed. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. We still are. We still Don't are. murder anyone. No, no, like a no. lot of these women were in abru- abusive relationships. I mean, right. probably most women were in abusive relationships back in the day. And it's like, it was the only way for them to escape. So she's kind, she is fucked up, but then like also sort right. of an American Well, hero. she probably like hero. generally. A renaissance hero. A renaissance. A re- it wasn't American. A lady of the renaissance. She probably generally was like a little bit of a psychopath, like yeah. murderer. And yeah. she's like, how can I do this in a way that's going to help my fellow gal? Exactly. You know? You know, somebody had to help these women. Yes. Yeah. They were helpless. They were fucking stuck. Yeah, they were wearing corsets. Just can't <laughs> breathe. <laughs> probably having to wear wigs. Or is that a different period? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, so for every one of these little examples that I found, I 
I like thought of a good question that could be tied into it that we could ask Afton about. Oh for my makeup. god! Yes. Ooh. So for this, obviously, she was putting poison into quote unquote makeup. So Afton's question is: There's a bunch of toxins and a lot of shit that's within a lot of these makeup brands that we don't want to be putting on our face or our body. So there's a lot of talk of like clean makeup brands. So right. what would you recommend for clean makeup brands if our ladies and guys want to use something that's a little bit more environmentally friendly or good for their body? Makeup without poison in it. Great question, Jacqueline. Oh, thank you. So uh, first let's talk about what makes a brand clean. So clean makeup brands are formulations that are free of BHAs and BHTs, coal tar, uh, formaldehyde. Coal tar sounds coal like tar. A like that's what I think villain. they use. No, well, that's what they used to use to make like slippy eyeliner. Um, formaldehyde. formaldehyde is in makeup. Oh yeah, it used to be all over the place. Isn't, isn't that, embal- isn't that food. an embalming mm-hmm, chemical? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hydro oh. hydroquin. Oh my gosh, I usually know how to say this. Hydroquinone. Quonine. Nope. I don't um, know. It's a lightning agent. Uh, it's it's legal in some ways, but obviously not in makeup. Uh, lead mineral oil. Lead. Lead. <laughs> Like lead poisoning, that lead? Yes, correct. Oxybenzone, parabens, silica. Mm -hmm. Silica is what they use in HD powders to make them really finely milled so Mm. that they kind of have that blurring effect for film. But silica is also what causes flashbacks. So if you've ever seen those really famous pictures of Angelina Jolie from the red carpet where she's got the super white um, kind of powdery look underneath her eyes and in that baking area, that comes from silica. And a lot of people have... Silica is also what they put in like pill bottles that you're not supposed to eat right yeah yes. yeah it absorbs moisture yeah so it yeah so, so it takes away the yeah. shine yeah um so it's a really great um it's a great ingredient for makeup but a lot of people have really crazy sensitivities to it um and then also sulfates and talc talc is what you're getting in a lot of powders and the original kind of like yeah. pressed powders Isn't and makeup powders powder? the, yes yeah mm. um, that doesn't sound good so those are the things that you mm. want to babies avoid feelings. babies have, babies are <laughs> so that's what you want they can't, they can't ex- say babies don't have feelings they can't express them if they can't express it then that it's not real but you're still poisoning they your baby by using they literally baby. cry like 24 hours a day yeah, they, so. yeah all they do is express their they're feelings they're confused I love babies I don't want to confuse anyone <laughs> could have fooled my... me so anyway those are the I ing- froze my eggs for a reason <laughs> Those are the ingredients that we are getting. We don't that for a clean beauty. We're looking for products that don't have those ingredients in them. So first and foremost, and you guys know, this is my favorite product of all time. It's the thrive liquid lash extensions Mm -hmm. mascara. Um, that's all I use. It's so fucking good. It's the best mascara I've ever used. And the reason that I love this mascara, it's considered a tubing mascara. So it's going to encapsulate each and every one of your little lash hairs and make them look longer. And And then when you go to take it off, it's so satisfying because it comes off in little strings. And people literally email me a message me on Instagram and ask me about my mascaras and I always tell them and they were uh, a sponsor on our podcast for a long time and it was like I was using that before that is some amazing product Thrive is amazing Um, and I really like it especially if you're going in the water all the time so for the summer it's great because it doesn't melt off. It doesn't transfer and it doesn't flake. If it comes off at all, it comes in a little tube and Jack just looks at me and she goes, you got a little tube and I go, and then it's gone. Yeah. It doesn't come off unless you touch it. Correct. You know, and that's what's so awesome about it. And it's super, like most waterproof mascaras, it's so hard to get off and you like rip out lashes trying to get your waterproof mascara off. But this shit comes off so easy. So easily, but the best mascara out there. So that's uh, my number one favorite. I also really love the Say Beauty Glowy Super Gel. You can use it like a primer. Say is like a newer brand that's really S-A-I-E. good s-a-i-e yeah, yeah i struggled with how to pronounce that I but i didn't know that i just say beauty oh my god alexis exactly. loves that song alexis. honestly so, i love like sad songs <laughs> i like to use the whole line is, i'm depressed <laughs> Once I was seven years oh old. Not that one. That's my so, fave. So the whole line is going to be clean, but the specific product that I love is the Glowy Super Gel. I use it kind of like after I do a primer or before I do my foundation and put it on the high points of the face to make a nice little highlight. It's really good. Uh, Ritual Day Fill is another really amazing clean beauty brand. They have the eye soots that you would love, Jack. They're oh, like the metallic and color change, color shift eyeshadows that are really cool. And then Jones Road, which is Bobby Brown's new makeup line, is all clean as well and a shout out to my favorite clean tinted lip balm that's the rel lip balm that you know i love the mm-hmm. color is for sure and i can't get enough of it that's what i wear every single day i have one product that is a clean beauty product it's not makeup that i am obsessed with and it's the kosa's oh, yes. deodorant their aha deodorant is the only deodorant that does not make me smell it's insane that 
clears my BO and it's all clean. So that's great. And the I whole Kosas line is clean as well. So yeah, if you want to try their concealers that everybody really loves and their foundations people love, that's a great line to go get with. It as well. at, get it at uh, Sephora. I love uh, that. Can I get sponsorships after this? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. So our next, our next uh, topic, Robert Durst. Ah, um, Robert Durst. Robert Durst, I'm sure everybody knows the about jinx, right? the him. Jinx. Yes. And there was a time, I'm not going to explain Robert Durst and what he did. I'm sure you already fucking know. But there was a time that he tried to pass himself as a deaf mute woman named Dorothy, mm. Dorothy Siner in Texas. So he had fled to Galveston in 2000 and began dressing like a woman to avoid attention after prosecutors reopened the investigation into his first wife, Kathy's disappearance in 1982. And then he just started becoming obsessed with looking feminine. In. And he had met a drag queen named Claire E. Schuler, and she was also a licensed cosmetologist. And she taught him how to do his makeup. Do his makeup. Oh my God, she's a she's, she's a, you. She's, she's the you of Galveston. She's the me yes. of Galveston. And also a drag queen. And, but listen, I'm not as good as a drag queen. So. No, I mean drag queens are the <laughs> you best. Got it. They're you, the best. They know what they're artist. doing. They are the fucking oh best. God. So when they met, Claire obviously didn't know that Robert Durst was Robert Durst, like and running. Didn't know they were like from the law. Yeah, on the lamb. On the lamb. <laughs> yeah. So this magazine did an interview with Claire, and they said what struck with me the most was the fact that he was just horrible in drag. He literally <laughs> smeared blue eyeshadow and red lipstick on and called it a day. He wore a nasty, ratty wig. I think he was just trying to be more inconspicuous than noticeable, and it didn't work. I'm thinking about the. I'm thinking about Buffalo Bill. From, oh my god. Um, yeah. Uh, Silence uh, of the Lambs was like, want to fuck me? He's like doing his makeup <laughs> in the mirror and dancing, just tucking his dick. And he's like, he looks like the worst wannabe girl in the world. Yeah. You know? Um, oh, my God. Oh my just got to watch a few YouTube channels to get good at this. Or, well, you know, unfortunately, just book YouTube a sesh. Mm. Book a sesh with someone that knows how to do I mean, that's what he did. Yeah. That is what he did. So, I mean, he was ahead of his time because you know how many people come to me and they're like, I need help with my makeup. How have I not thought to do this like years ago? Yeah. Robert was... He may have been on the lam, but he was ahead of his game. Yeah. I mean, he was trying pretty much everything at that point. So it's so sick. My question to you, Afton, drag yes. queen makeup is obviously pretty full coverage. So for anybody out there that's looking for a full coverage foundation or a face makeup, like what would you recommend that is the best? Good question. Thank so, you. Uh, so first of all, you, I already said this, but some of the best makeup artists that I know that are like in the industry with me now started as drag queens doing drag that. makeup. And that's when they found out it was their passion that they were good at it. And now, and then they kind of decided to segue into commercial and beauty, which is cool. really fucking sick. Um, but some of my favorite full coverage foundation that I newly am obsessed with is the Charlotte Tilbury uh, flawless airbrush flawless foundation um, that is really good and nice and full coverage and super long lasting mm. if you set that with the Huda Beauty resting boss face setting spray you're gonna have full coverage makeup that doesn't budge I'm talking 70% uh, uh, humidity 100 degree weather doesn't putting it on budge. at 9am and going out you know how so we have this rule when we go on vacation you you guys know that you get ready once there's no going home so you're doing your makeup at 10am for brunch and it better, it better last, last until you until 1am because you're not going home because we don't want to lose anyone yeah so if that's what you're going for Charlotte Tilbury Airless Airbrush Flawless Foundation with the Huda Beauty Resting Boss Face Setting Spray. Boom. Love it. Boom, boom. Okay, our next uh, topic is the lipstick killer. Okay, so William George Herons, I think. He was a possible serial killer who confessed under police torture. Torture? Yeah, apparently. Wait, and the police tortured him? I, that's what it says. Uh. Confessed under police torture. Ah. This was in... 1946. Ah. So times were a Less little bit different. They're probably waterboarding him or something. Probably. Ah, the long dick of the law. So <laughs> he was convicted of three murders in 1946, and he was called the Lipstick Killer after a notorious message was sprawled in lipstick at a crime scene. So on December 10th, 1945, Frances Brown was discovered with a knife lodged in her neck and a bullet wound to the head in her apartment. Ooh. Nothing was taken, mm. but a message was written on lipstick on the wall. For heaven's sake, catch me before I kill more. I cannot control myself. Because I love this lipstick. I, have chills. I mean, and so we'll post a picture of this. I have it in our little doc 
of the picture of this message on the wall and it is fucking terrifying. No. Like his handwriting is really chaotic. I you know what makes it chaotic is the the like the M's? No, no, no. It's the random use. Like, he goes between using capital letters and lowercase letters so flippantly. Yeah. Like, what they used to do on AIM yeah, and AOL profile. Yeah, if you look at my blondie baby 33 yes. yeah. It's literally like. Mine was Love and Slim Shady 4 E. It's like what we. It's like what we. Because I loved Eminem. It's all like, uppercase, lowercase. I don't think I ever knew that about Why you. would I tell anyone that? It's unless like I've what had we do drinks. now to indicate sarcasm when you're like, oh, special. Yeah, and you yeah, put yeah. it like in uh-huh. uppercase and lowercase. Like he does say capital S A lowercase K lowercase E. Yeah. And like his M's have four little um, humps on him. Cute little L's though. I will say the L's are cute. They're in cursive. Anyways, we'll post this picture. So you know what we're talking about, but I've never heard of the lipstick killer before, but of course I'm going to ask the question to Afton about this, you know, smudge proof lipstick. If Mm. you want that message to last on the wall, like what is a good smudge proof lipstick? On, to use okay. on the lip. <laughs> so I think I think if we were talking about to use on the wall, you want like a classic lipstick because that's not going to run out of Sharpie juice. on the wall. Well, we're talking about lipstick, Alexis. Sorry. Oh yeah. my god, you guys. Can I tell you about the, my first kiss? Okay. Sure. Because it has to do with this. Okay. The fir- my first kiss. I was 16 years old on this school trip called SWAT. Oh my god! I wasn't allowed sports. to go on SWAT. Uh, we didn't have I, that in New York. I, a snowboarder, wasn't allowed to go on SWAT because my parents understood knowingly. Because you're about to tell your first kiss story. Yeah. How bad SWAT was. Oh, yeah, everybody was drinking and doing. Well, well they would have broken. Oh my god! I, I, they oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that out. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. You can leave it in, Mom. You breathalyze. <laughs> she didn't deserve. It. Um, I didn't deserve it. No, everybody was. We're in high school. It was a. They'd take you up to like Big Bear or Salt Lake City or something. Yeah, it was to like go snow snowboarding. Summit. But everybody was just going. It was like the first time that you could party really as a kid without unsu- unsupervised. I was in Salt Lake City. I was 16 years old. This guy across the um, hallway from me, not a part of SWAT. So we just like met in the hallway and he came into my room because he was like trying to run away from his girlfriend and we were kind of like hid out in my his room. His girlfriend was in his room? His girlfriend was with him. I don't know. They had a fight. He came into my room. He was hiding out and then we had a smooch while we were both sitting on the ground. It was just like a kiss, right? Like right. not like a, maybe it was make out. I don't remember. But anyways, back in the day. First kiss. I, goals. I think we had cell phones, but like. If they were yeah, probably they were the, the Nokia t- brick ones. Yeah, they were the Nokia like uh, eighty nine hundred. Yeah, yeah, you could play Snake, and then they had you could do the that little light up things. That's pretty much all you could do. But anyways, I don't think we we're exchanging numbers like the way that we do now. And he goes to run away back into his room, and he writes his number on my mirror oh in, my lipstick, God, in lipstick, in bright red lipstick. The romance. It was romantic. If you if this wasn't SWAT and I like <laughs> could couldn't smell the pot smoke like yeah. coming underneath your door, <laughs> it would be super romantic. I pictured him actually coming over, writing on your wall, like, do you want to kiss Y and circle one in lipstick on the wall? But yeah. It was pretty much I'll that. And the then I never talked to him again, but that I do, I will forever remember that lipstick on oh the mirror. God, and I was it? like, <gasps> somebody likes me. It's so <laughs> funny how those things when we were young are like so nostalgic and romantic. Like I remember making out on like a lifeguard tower. And to this day, I'm like, that was the most romantic night of my life. And it was probably like disgusting. It was horrible. I have few fond memories from my childhood but i'll try to come up with something for the next (laughs) (laughs) anyway so if you're gonna write on a wall or on a mirror i suggest using a lipstick classic lipstick classic red yeah if you use like a lip gloss you're gonna run out and you're gonna have to re-dip it's gonna take too much time but so a good long wear lipstick is the pat mcgrath matte trance that i love that's gonna be i love pat mcgrath non-transferring the only thing that's um a little hard with a long wear lipstick is it can be a little bit drying sure so to combat that problem i love the NYX Shine Loud lips longwear lipstick. It has it's dual ended. So on one side you have a matte liquid lipstick, and then on the other side you have a gloss. So you put on the matte liquid lipstick, you wait a second, you put on the gloss, and then it's transfer proof and it stays really long. Now there's a brand new product that I'm so excited to try that I haven't yet. It just came out this week, and that's the House Labs. That's Lady Gaga's brand. Mm. She just made a high shine liquid lipstick that looks like a lip gloss that I watched her makeup artist do like a transfer session with and it didn't come off and it didn't budge. I think the only risk with that might be staining
staining, but I know you love a stain. I love a stain. So. I love a stain. I can't do a lipstick. Me neither. Too messy. Um, it's too if, messy of a gal it, for that. If you can't do a lipstick and you need like foolproof, something that's good for beginners, the um, Anastasia Beverly Hills liquid lipstick is really good for that. I love that. Hell yeah. I have learned so much. This is might be my favorite episode of all time. Honestly, it's pretty fun. Uh, all right. Can you sign that and frame it? And- <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yes, yeah, so I'll print the audio version <laughs> off for your wall. Okay, well, uh, these people did some really bad things, but then they got combated with Afton's great recommendations. But now we're going to hear all the worst things that you people have ever done. You people. You, you people. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Hello, people who are the worst people ever. But you're really the best because if you're calling in, you feel bad about whatever it is you did or you just want attention. Whatever it is, it's fine with us because we need the content and (laughs) we are desperate. We're just here to make you feel better about it because you know what? I've done some things in my life that under certain circumstances, I wouldn't do again. And I think we can all relate to that. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all under the power of several variables and we just want to be forgiven. That's why you called here today. So let's just get started, shall we? And might I say, I picked these specifically because I thought these would be great stories for us to talk to with our bestie Afton because it's sort of like something you talked like with gal pals about. I I like a surprise. So let's get into this. Hello. So... I'm calling in to tell you all about the worst thing that I've ever done. <laughs> um, I'm not totally sure it's the worst thing, but it's it's pretty up there. But I think in some way it was well-deserved as well. So I had been dating a guy, um, someone I met at work, and I work in the medical field. And guess what? He was a surgeon. And um, he did some pretty heinous, horrible things to me um, while we were dating and said, basically told me I was not pretty enough to um, be married to a plastic surgeon. And first of all, fuck that guy. What a dick. What a fucking ass. You are beautiful and anyone is lucky to be with you. You're a perfect snowflake. Okay. Fuck you. That among other things. Um, so I finally gave him the boot, but my brothers found out about all of this and started brainstorming ideas with me on how to get him back because he was just so completely terrible to me um, on multiple levels. Um, And so, granted, I can't claim all of this, but I found out his new address because he had moved to a new city and um, for a new job. So I found out his new home address. I gave that to my brothers. My brothers came up with this idea of um, creating fake um Amazon orders for incredibly embarrassing sex toys. So it wasn't just a few. It was like um we we came up with I think around eighty to a hundred fake forms that were sent to him. And all of his surrounding neighbors with his name on it so that it accidentally got in their um, mailboxes. Um, so we we had their addresses, but his name on it so that everyone around him would think that he's a total freak. <laughs> um, but these these forms, you know, said 
the names of these supposed sex toys on them and said they were unable to fulfill the order, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, okay, so I got cut off, um, so I called back. Um, so anyway, we know that this happened, um, and it did affect him because he tried um, sliding into my DMs um, not even two weeks later. I don't know if he ever knew that I was the source of this or, you know, that my family was. Um, but, you know, he said he was having problems with someone doing something to his mail, as he put it. Um, so, but he, he never, he never knew that it was me and continued to try to slide into my DMs for probably six, well, no, even up to a year and a half after that, which I never gave him the time of day anyway. But um, it was pretty satisfying just knowing that he had that going on and that it probably embarrassed the hell out of him. So, again, I don't know if that was the worst thing I've ever done, but it's pretty up there. Okay, so I resonate with this deeply because of growing up with two older brothers Mm, who would literally burn the world to the ground for me yeah um that's the first thing i would do is go to my brothers uh the second thing i was gonna say no sex toy is embarrassing but when you have the minesweeper technique of contacting everyone that's close to you with an embarrassing sex toy, it does get a little bit embarrassing. I mean, I feel like this is the epitome of a victimless a victimless crime. It's we so always bad. talk about this every episode when we get a worsey. It's like that's these are the things that Alexis and I really Live love for. and oh. resonate with. Like this is he deserves perfect. it. He deserves it. It's even like it's even more victimless than like a ding dong ditch. Yeah. Like it's so well, good. But also someone as superficial as he was to say that like you're not good enough to be married to a plastic surgeon. Fuck him, by yeah. the way. That was a manipulative, hurtful, untrue thing. Well, just it's untrue. He dated you, so you're good enough for him. Right. Right. He he thought you were good enough. And you're too good for him because like what kind of a person actually fucking says that to somebody? That's what I was gonna say. Exactly. The the only reason that people say that to people is to bring them down a notch because they're they're like already too good. So they're like, ooh, I need to bring her down a notch so she can feel like shit. But what's so good about this is because he's the kind of person, the exact kind of person who would care what his neighbors think. Right. Yes. Because he's a plastic surgeon. Well, yes, he's yeah. yeah, yeah. Plastic surgeon and sexual deviant. So this is like an amazing crime, quote unquote crime, because it's not. Mm -hmm. And you know it plays on his disgusting, superficial insecurities. Yeah. I love it. It reminds me of my favorite show, The Real Housewives of New Jersey, with Caroline Manzo, who says, says, the thing about my family is we're thick as thieves. (laughs) Like, you don't want to fuck with one person who has brothers, let me tell you that. No, her brothers are very uh, creative. I love what they had come up with. Oh, yeah. And honestly, if you're listening out there and you need to get back at somebody, like, take a note. Take a note. And honestly, if you don't have a brother, be your own brother. Be your own own fucking brother. brother. I'm I'm my own brother. brother. Your own malicious (laughs) compliance. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that our episode is so fucking long that we just needed one of these. It's just great. And you know what? It's time for our favorite time. And it it happens to be. Oh, my God. Do I get to hear Costanza stands in the flesh? I chose a clip. (laughs) Okay. Laziness. It relates. It relates to this. uh, It relates because you know who's lazy? George Costanza. Everyone listen. Okay. I knew it. I knew it. I always knew you had beautiful hands. I used to tell people, Frank, didn't I used to talk about his hands? Who the hell did you ever mention his hands to? I mentioned his hands to plenty of people. You never mentioned it to me. Hand me an emery board. I always talk about your hands, how they're so soft and milky white. No, you never said milky white. I said milky white! Don't hand them to me with the point facing out. I'm sorry. You're sorry? I'll try to be more careful. I hope so. (laughs) Georgie. Oh. Georgie, 
Would you like some jello? Why'd you put the bananas in there? George likes the bananas! So let him have bananas on the side! All right, please! Please! I cannot have this constant bickering! Stress is very damaging to the epidermis. Now, I have an important photo session in the morning. My hands have got to be in tip-top shape. So please, keep the television down and the conversation to a minimum. But, Georgie, what about the jello? I'll take it in my room. So, George was forced to embrace his true beauty, as we all should be, and we should all find ourselves beautiful, and Jason Alexander is, too. Yes. Yeah. Great actor. In that McDonald's commercial from a few weeks back, <laughs> Honestly, I mean, just pure genius. No, he played a character, I think it was on Criminal Minds once. He was a serial killer, and he ended up having, like, multiple appearances. He's so good, and he plays, like, a creep so well. Yeah, yeah. He is, he is something else. Well, wow, what an that's episode. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. We uh, love you. Bye. I love you. You'll this. see Afton again. Oh, I, I gotta bring so. her back. She'll be back. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.